Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. It is Friday, people, July the 19th. Welcome in, Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez. This is, uh, this is known as Make It Rain. That's exactly what we do here is uh, we look to help you uh, make it rain here, guys. That's what we plan on doing here as I get myself centered there. Perfect. There you go. Uh, it's, uh, it's already been an interesting morning in Northern Ireland for the British Open. We'll get you caught up with the latest there. Great night in Major League Baseball. Dane, uh, fights everywhere. Uh, big matchups, divisional matchups. The That hard deadline, uh, that trading deadline is fast approaching, and teams are going to have to start making some serious decisions here. Do we go for the wild card or do we not? And, oh, yeah, by the way, the San Francisco Giants just keep Winning 16 innings last night. Monster game today with the Giants and Mets. DeGrom on the mound going up against Tyler Beatty, who just the Giants love when he pitches because they keep winning seven out of his last eight starts. So interesting stuff on the card there. But when we look at this leaderboard here so far there, Dane, Tommy Fleetwood, our boy, right? J.B. Holmes hanging out seven under par right now, leading this tournament. And then there he is, Jordan Spieth, five under on the day. I've been watching him since about three o'clock this morning. He has, he has made every, he is, it looks like that Jordan Spieth back in 2017 that won all those majors, right? The guy that wasn't terribly long, but you know what? He was throwing darts with irons, his short game. That's the Jordan Spieth that we have here, guys. Five under on the day through 14. Six under for the tournament, and then here he is again. Just when I thought there was a chink in the armor, Brooks Kupka goes out in the front nine and lips out five birdies, one birdie, one bogey, right? And you're going, aha, look, everyone else is passing him. He's got an even par. And then what does he do? He just calmly comes up, gets a a couple of birdies already on the back nine, uh, including just took 11 out of the play like it was no big. Everyone else is getting double and triple bogey on 11. And he's like, oh, here's a par for you. Enjoy that. Then he goes out, birdies two more holes. He's five under. He's only two strokes back. So he just won't go away, man. As much as we keep waiting for this guy to wilt, Brooks Kupka doesn't wilt. I don't know if we're ever going to get used to, to that, but I guess maybe we should, Dane. Yeah, I mean, good morning, everybody. Good morning also to all the savages out there in the box this morning. We got to love those guys, right? But um, listen. You know, Jordan Spieth has this kind of game. You talk about it, the old saying goes, you drive for dough, uh, drive for show, but you putt for dough, right? And and kept, uh, and Spieth has that putter 
He's always had that putter. If he can get that going again, that is where he'll make, uh, you know, his A against the field. He doesn't have to, you know, bang it that far around in these kind of link-style golf courses. And it'll be really interesting, you know, if we see Spieth and Kepka up at the top of the leaderboard together on, say, a Saturday or Sunday. And uh, I'd be interested to see, Joe, what the weather is going to be like. Is it, if it's an advantage for people to go out early today or go out late because I'm looking at Shane Lowry, who tees off in about 45 minutes, and I wonder if he's going to be able to keep up. He was one of the big leaders from yesterday. But this also, to me, Joe, comes down to, you know, pressure and expectation. Mm. And at this point, Spieth, because he's been, you know, not himself, the pressure has gone away from him, right? And they, we've talked about these other guys, Kepka, DJ, stuff like that. And so he can kind of just go right along. And I think that may be helpful for him because you said, uh, I remember previously, that it was all between the ears with Spieth, right? So maybe if the, the pressure and the heat and the eyes aren't on him, he could figure it out and get back to form. With you, brother. He is as kind as I've ever seen him look at long, long time. We have talked about how nothing above the shoulders. Got a question. I think just a, a month or so ago, he was fighting with his caddy, Matt. He was going back right. and forth. They were each other. Uh, all of a sudden, it's amazing what happens. You can make a putt, Dane. It's amazing what happens. Level confidence. He is on fire now. He would also doing. Uh, of course, there is on the. Problem uh, is, we're getting we're getting that wood that oh my. Yeah, so it seems like Joe's breaking up. We're going to get him back. Uh, you know, we only got a couple of minutes over to the break. and But he's right. I mean, listen, anybody could make their move. As I look at the top of the leaderboard now, just to reset it for you, and we are going to, you know, be covering this over the entire morning because, you know, that's the beauty of it being happening across the pond, right? So what we have right now is Fleetwood and J.B. Holmes at 7-under. They are out on the course, both on the back nine right now. At six, we have Spieth. He is red hot and five under on the day, heading over to 14. He's already gotten straight. He's already passed that tough stretch. Remember, we talked about 11 and nine yesterday. 11 was absolutely killing everybody. And it does come down to that tee shot. It's just so narrow, thick, rough, right around it. Okay, but don't forget about Brooks Kepka, Cameron Smith. They are at minus five playing well today, both under par today. But I mentioned Shane Lowry, you know, and it comes to the idea of that pressure. I just talked about it as it relates to Jordan Spieth. We've talked about it with other players as they move teams, you know. Uh, will they ha still have that pressure? But to me, Shane Lowry is another guy who fits this category. Remember, this is happening in Northern Ireland. You got Shane Lowry, who is Irish. You also had McElroy, right? McElroy had so much pressure on him, in my opinion, okay? Everybody thought, oh, this is McElroy's to win. Oh, it's on his home, uh, <clears throat> it's on his home course, right? But then Shane Lowry, who is, you know, also a native son, but doesn't ha maybe have as much pressure on him. Um, you know, had a great first round. He is now three strokes back because all these guys going out in front of him. He put up a 67 yesterday. He goes out in about 45 minutes. We will be tracking this all morning long. Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez here on Make It Rain. I also want to let you guys know that last, you know, one of the things Joe is talking about is these San Francisco Giants. These San Francisco Giants just continue to win. We are going to look at what happened in Major League Baseball yesterday. You know we already talked about the Aaron Boone uh, kind of going after the rookie umpire. And and look, now the, the Giants keep winning. 
Will they decide to not trade away a guy like Madison Bumgarner after his stellar effort yesterday? And the Yankees win two games, sweep that doubleheader. They now have an eight-game lead, which, by the way, is bigger than the Twins in the Central, bigger than the Astros in the West. So they're feeling good right now after almost putting the Tampa Bay Rays to bed. We will come back on the other side of the break. We'll continue talking U.S. Open. I mean, British Open. We'll continue talking Major League Baseball. And we're going to be here to make it rain. If you guys jump back to the other side of the break. It's Fantasy Sports. Video now. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America.
Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed's screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Welcome back. It is Make It Rain here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dave Martinez holding you down. Many people know me as a spitting statistician, a stable genius, and vocal minority of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, we're going to work to get Joe back. In a minute, you know, we got some technical difficulties here. And, you know, truth be told, I want to talk about the Yankees. All right. Um, everybody saw kind of the audio of uh, Aaron Boone going off on the umpire yesterday. What I thought was interesting is that, you know, it was kind of a rookie umpire, right? It was, it was, a, it was an umpire who uh, was only something like his fifth game in Major League Baseball, had been a triple-A umpire for a long time. And, you know, it makes me wonder if these things are, like when the, when, the, when the manager goes out and goes off on an umpire, you know, sometimes it's because they're generally and authentically reacting to a call, you know, uh, reacting to a call um, that they disagree with, right? And they're, they're, they're just angry about it. Sometimes it's something else, though. You know, sometimes it's actually like a strategic thing to try to motivate the team, you know, to try to galvanize the team, to try to bring them together. And I think that's what was happening more yesterday during the first game of the doubleheader with Boone and the Yankees. You know, he knew that he they had a chance today in that doubleheader to really get a huge working margin against the Rays and in the AL East. I think he knew that he needed to kind of, you know, crack the whip on some level, get them going on some level. I've seen clips and footage, archived MLB footage of when guys will be up in the umpire's face and literally the words they're saying is, please throw me out right now. Please throw me out right now. You know what I mean? And, and that's what I think was going on with Aaron Boone. He was trying to do this, almost staging it so that he could get the crowd going, so he could get his team going. And it worked. All right. In my opinion, it worked. And he knew he had an easy target in this rookie umpire. That's the way I see it. I think he knew that he had a foil that he could kind of bully around and the implications it would have for his team and that it would kind of inspire them. And that's what he did. All right. And so that is also the poll question that is up for us today here at FNTSY Radio, at Spit Speeds, at Joe Ranieri. The question is, does it inspire teams when a manager goes off on an umpire and or gets ejected? 42% of you say yes. 33% of you say no, it does not. And 25% say only if they are savages, which is our third option, because obviously, as you've seen, that was some of the uh, specific language that Aaron Boone was using yesterday. Hey, Pavona, we got Pavona in the fantasy pit of misery. Um, what do you think about this, brother man? What do you think? I know you are also a Yankee fan. Do you think that this was, in fact, a motivating factor? Do you think 
that Boone was just authentically reacting? Or do you think Boone was on some like, my team needs a, a boost here. I need to spark my guys. Let me go out there, go off and get ejected. Yeah, there's an argument for both, absolutely. But I do believe that it was to get that spark going, you know, especially when it comes to that, the way that they had the doubleheader yesterday. Um, where you had the game start at four, and then the next game right after that started at seven. Why not get the get your team rallied up, fired up, ready to go? I mean, you saw Brett Gardner going absolutely ballistic again in the dugout. You know, you're you're happy that he didn't hurt himself like throwing a baseball bat at, at you know at, at himself either. But I think in the Yankees' case, especially against the Rays, after the first game of this four game series. Even winning that second, even winning the second game, there's still a little bit of like, wow, remember when the, the Rays beat us the way they did uh, on Monday night? You want to get rid of that. You want that out of your head completely gone. What Aaron Boone did is exactly that. He went from thinking about Travis Denard uh, hitting three home runs to you guys are effing savages. Yeah, I think that makes sense. You know, when Travis Darno hit, hit – uh, not one, not Darno, two, but three. Me. Not one, not two, but three home runs on Monday. It's kind of it's a deflating loss, right? They 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 came back and 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 off Chapman, you know, kind of a, a blown save like that. That's the kind of win that could give a second place team inspiration. That can give a second place team hope. That can give them kind of like get them rolling, right? So I do think I agree with you, Bavona. It was very important for the New York Yankees to come back and, you know, in essence, like, like put their nuts on the table again, right? And be like, yo, you guys don't don't think you're making any moves on us. And sweeping the double header at the end of this series does put that taste in the Rays' mouth. They are now eight games back. The other team, though, in the AL East that people want to consider and talk about are the Boston Red Sox, okay? And listen, do you remember at the beginning of the year when we were like, oh, my goodness, Chris Sale just does not have his swing and miss stuff anymore. Chris Sale not striking anybody out. Well, since then, it has certainly turned around. I told you guys about prop bets for strikeouts with Chris Sale, and he dominated yet again. He throws 101 pitches, goes six innings, only gives up two hits, strikes out 12 as the Boston Red Sox blank the Blue Jays 5 nothing. It's funny, Sale only is his record now is 4 and 9 on the season, but he has been pitching much better than that. I told you guys that he would continue with the strikeouts, uh, and he did so yesterday. Another game last night, one of the picks and plays that we told you was about the strikeouts in Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians go ahead. They Remember, the Indians are starting to get hot too, okay? They beat Detroit 6-3. to Bauer getting the W, he strikes out 10. You know, there are reports here in New York that Bauer may be on the trade block, and this is what we talk about when teams have to run away from the middle and, like, declare themselves. People thought the Indians were struggling. They're starting to get hot. Jose Ramirez goes yard. He's Remember, he was hitting, like, 200 the entire first half of the season. He's starting to get it going, right? And so... You know, now it's almost like if you're the Minnesota Twins, you're starting to see the Cleveland Indians. If you're the Cleveland Indians, you ain't trading Jack uh, Jack Bauer, I've ever said, from 24. Trevor Bauer, you ain't trading him. Bauer gets 10 strikeouts. Uh, the Indians strike out 14 Tigers on the hole. Matty Boyd on the other side struck out eight. The Tigers strike out nine on the hole. I told you I was going to play an over 20 prop bet for strikeouts in this game. It does turn out to be 23 strikeouts, and so that would have hit 
as well. The other game that we talked about a lot yesterday was we were talking about the San Francisco Giants. We've been saying that the Giants are going on a little bit of a run. We had the discussion yesterday with Joe about like, you know, would the Giants go ahead and sell? Would they try to be buyers? And we were talking about, even though they were only five games back of the playoffs in the National League, that in essence, so was every other team in the National League. And so that these games in the next week or so are going to be very interesting to try to separate that middle a little bit and gain some clarity for some teams on if they're going to go, uh, if they're going to go ahead and make a run for it. And what do you know? The Giants win again. <laughs> Madison Bumgarner has a nice outing. He he goes nine, okay, people? He went nine, which is something we don't see much anymore. And he went nine on only 94 pitches. So a very efficient outing for Madison Bumgarner. Only gives up the one earned run, all right, and pitches very well. The Giants, in extra innings, win 3-2. They win again. And so the question is, you know, I'm hearing reports about, oh, the Phillies are interested in Madison Bumgarner, as are some other teams. But the Giants... Do they want to? They are now only one game under 500. Do they want to really sell their parts, whether it be Madison Bumgarner, whether it be Will Smith in the bullpen, if they continue to do it and they remain kind of like within arm's distance of the wild card? That is very interesting. But on the other side of it, the Mets are absolutely should be sellers, right? They lose again. They fall the eight games below 500. And now you're starting to hear the names. Is Wheeler on the move? You know, is Syndergaard on the move? Teams are really going to have to, like I always say, look themselves in the mirror and decide which way to run away from the middle. We're going to get Joe back. We're going to talk more about the British Open, more about Major League Baseball. And we got our guy Jay the Sports Keg coming on in the 8 o'clock hour. He's going to break down some of the sweet science and some of the MMA going on this weekend. Come on right back. We'll have to rate man as well on the Fantasy Sports Radio. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. 
Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and attorneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. early to be jumping around, but that's still what we're playing here on Make It Rain. Because listen, a lot of us have been up early following this British Open. Alright, they are teed, they've teed off on the other side of the pond here. Round two from Royal Port Rush. Uh, or Port Rush, excuse me, rather. You know, I mean, how's that, that type of old Irish pronunciation? But um, that's what we got going on. Okay, a lot of the guys are out there on the course at Royal Port Rush already. Quick check of the leaderboard here. We still got J.B. Holmes at, at the top. Uh, Fleetwood gave a shot back, okay, guys? So Fleetwood gave a shot back. I'm checking to see which hole it was on. You know, he bogeyed the 16th is what happened with Fleetwood, okay? So Fleetwood has fallen back a shot. He's now at minus six. J.B. Holmes, oh, excuse me, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, oh, just got back to minus seven. How about that, it looks like? So him and J.B. Holmes is still up at the top of the leaderboard. Cameron Smith. Having a day, five under, five under today is through 13, five under today puts him at minus six. 
Then you got Kepka and Spieth. And I think that's going to be the headline, okay? That's going to be the story coming out of these early guys. You got Brooks Kepka minus two on the day to get to minus five. He's through 16. You got Jordan Spieth. It putts left and right. He's minus four on the day, getting to minus five. He's through 14 holes so far. So Spieth has another, what, four holes, another four opportunities to even have a, uh, you know, even have a better day and really get up to the top. I would love to see on Saturday and or Sunday a pairing of Brooks Kepka and Jordan Spieth because one of my narratives here is this idea that Spieth has really benefited, you know, from from the pressure not being on him, from other from eyes being on other guys, we hear about Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, we hear about Rory all the time heading into this, John Rahm and others. Okay, so this is, it's like this is where the attention is, right? So that just kind of allows Spieth, who you know has been known as the best golfer in the world, uh, you know, for a stretch of time, this allows him to. You know, maybe settle a little bit. We were talking about how with Jordan Spieth, it's, you know, between the ears, right? And so without the eyes, without the pressure, maybe he's had an opportunity to kind of rediscover, fine-tune his game. And then on the other side of that would be Brooks Kepka, right? And now Brooks Kepka, talk about standing up to pressures. Talk about standing up to criticism. Talking about wanting the big moment, right? Saying he plays better in majors, that sort of thing. So I think it would be very interesting over the weekend to have Brooks Kepka potentially with Jordan Spieth in a pairing, and that is possible based on their play today. They both sit at five under par. We'll continue to talk about the uh, British Open as things develop, but you do have J.B. Holmes up top as he goes into the back nine. I will say this, J.B. Holmes, though, is about to play that 11th hole. That 11th hole, we talked about it yesterday. I'll say it again today. The 11th hole today is once again playing as the toughest hole on the course. Remember, it is a 474-yard par four, but people are hitting it with an average of 4.32 today. So, you know, it is, it is in fact, playing over par yet again. Um, so far today, we've had 19 birdies or total and 62 bogeys, nine you know, nine players have doubled or worse on this hole. So it continues to be the toughest hole on the golf course. All right. So, you know, I, I said we talked a little bit about baseball. I wanted to talk a little bit about the golf. We'll continue to update you. But at the same time, you know what's big? I can't believe we're saying this, but training camps have opened in the NFL for a number of teams already. Yesterday, I think ball, I mean, uh, on Wednesday, we had Denver, Detroit, uh, Arizona, Seattle came out uh, and started training camp yesterday. Uh, the Lions and Saints today, I believe the New York Jets open up camp for the rookies. And that really signals that, you know, it's going down. I mean, we have the Hall of Fame game is in less than two weeks. This year, the Hall of Fame game will be the Denver Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons. But can you believe that the Hall of Fame game is, you know, less than two weeks away? And so with that, it affords us the opportunity to once again kind of project. And what I saw was a couple of media outlets, I think Bleacher Report, The Athletic, a couple of other places, put out their, uh, you know, their division their division uh, picks, their division champions. And, you know, so I think it was a good time for us to real quick 
look at the divisions real, uh, you know, and kind of give them a quick handicap as we wait for Joe to come on back, which should be next segment. We're five minutes into here. Bavona told me he would give us an update on what's going on with him. So we'll get in Bavona in a hot second to tell us what's going on here. But at the same time, um, in the AFC East, you know what it is, right? Like, this is the biggest favorite in all of the AFC is the New England Patriots. They're at minus 550. It makes no sense, obviously, to bet any of these teams unless you do think the Bills were going to pop off plus 1,100, the Jets at plus 650. But obviously, and, you know, the Dolphins are probably in full-on tank for Tua kind of mode. Will Ryan Fitzmagic uh, get them a couple wins at the beginning of the season when the weather is warm down there and teams have to travel down there into the Florida heat in September? Probably, you know, but does that mean they're actually um, – does that mean that they're actually uh, going to be competitive? No, no, it does not. Right. So the other, the other, you know, the other divisions are much tighter. All right. The second biggest favorite would be in the AFC West, where honestly, guys, I'm telling you right now, this is a play I would make. The AFC West has the Kansas City Chiefs still at minus 155 as a minus 155 favorite. I cannot tell you stronger enough. I, I mean, I think the Chargers have a better roster. I think there's so many reasons to expect regression from the Kansas City Chiefs, whether it be everything from playing a first-place schedule to the idea that Patty Mahomes has to regress from his all-world record-breaking season of 5,050. He's not going to improve upon that. We still do not know about Tyreek Hill, right? We still do not know. Yes, the full video voicemail came out. Yes, he met with the league. Yes, they're saying now that you know maybe it would be a maximum of four games, but that's still four games. All right. So what does that mean? And, he, and, and another part of this that I wanted to mention, you know, Joe asked me about some Fugazis at the running back position in fantasy. I, I really think their running back position could be an issue. Everybody all of a sudden thinks that Damian Williams is just going to pick up the baton and all of a sudden, like, there's going to be no problem. And he's going to have like a Pro Bowl season and just be a cog in this Chiefs offense. I'm not so sure. We do talk about how, you know, as it related to Melvin Gordon, we talked about how running backs were sort of more replaceable. But I've never seen Damian Williams carry the load for a 16-game season. Okay, he, he was a backup in Miami. He was behind Kenyon Drake in Miami. All right. And, and now all of a sudden, because he had three or four good games and a nice playoff run with the Chiefs, that he's going to be able to withstand the rigors of a 16-game season? I honestly don't think so. Remember, they had Kareem Hunt for the first half of that season when they were looking like the video game offense. They had Tyreek Hill. They had Patty Mahomes still as something of a surprise to the league. Those things are not true anymore, okay? And so I do expect some regression. The other part about the Chiefs is that Steve Spagnuolo came over as defensive coordinator. And while he does have a good reputation, he's implementing a new system that I do think will take some time. They also, on the end, they also lost guys like Justin Houston and D Ford. That they're both their pass rushers. You know what I mean? So I think the, the Chiefs have a lot of um, potential for regression. Meanwhile, people forget that the Chargers had the same 12-4 and record. Okay? They get Hunter Henry back. All right. That's why I think it's important for Melvin Gordon to actually return because they are on the precipice and they have moved down. OK, maybe more and more people are seeing it my way. I've been telling everybody who will listen that I like the Chargers in the AFC West. They are at plus 165. That, however, is down. I believe it was plus 185 when I got a little bit earlier last month. In the North, everybody is talking about the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are the super sexy, hot, chic pick. They are at plus 135. 
All right, but here's what it is, okay? I I do have questions. Freddie Kitchens, there was their interim head coach, then they decided to keep him. And I think the Browns did the right thing, okay? I think they did have to keep him because of the momentum, the locker room, the chemistry, all that. But he's never, Freddie Kitchens, I'm saying, has never been above a positional coach. Like he was like the quarterback's coach. You know, so in his first really full year, having to plan a training camp and having to, you know, manage staff. Is he going to be able to handle it or will there be some growing pains there as well? Everyone thinks that Baker just takes automatically this big step. He might, but he might not. Odell Beckham coming in. Everyone thinks all of a sudden, oh, this will be perfect and harmonious with his best friend Jarvis Landry. It might, you know, but I'm just, I think I pump the brakes a little bit. Like, do I think the Browns are going to continue to ascend? Do I think they'll get better? Yes, but could they get better and be eight and eight to miss the playoffs? Could they be nine and seven and still not win the division? Could still Pittsburgh or Baltimore win this division? I think so. Cincinnati Bengals, though, however, cannot. In my opinion, the Cincinnati Bengals are a dumpster fire. In my opinion, the Cincinnati Bengals will be picking in the top five and looking for a replacement for Andy Dalton. And by the way, Andy Dalton may not start games at the very end of the season. They got the kid Ryan in the draft from uh, NC State. And if it goes down the toilet, they may want to see what they have in the game. So remember that as it relates to your Cincinnati Bengals fantasy guys like E.J. Green maybe dealing with a rookie quarterback at some point this season. All right. On the other side of the break, we check in to see if we get Joe back. We continue to look as training camps are open. Are you ready for some football? Right here at Make It Rain in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suit you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost 
almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let dailyrodo.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball become the eighth daily roto lineup optimizer to win one million dollars in a fan duel or draft kings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars if you're playing mlb dfs and not using dailyroto.com you're doing it wrong enter promo code fntsy for a 10 percent discount the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Welcome back. Make your rain here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez holding you down here on a Friday. It's a summer Friday. And as we talked about last summer Friday, sometimes on a summer Friday we get casual. And that's what we're going to do here. I'm going to be holding it down for you guys for the uh, foreseeable future as we work to get Joe Ranieri back here on Make It Rain. Looking at the chat room right now, our girl Suna Lisa has been up watching all night, it seems like. Um, you know, because they have teed off out there. Over there in Northern Ireland, just a quick check on the scores there again. Uh, we got J.B. Holmes and Tommy Fleetwood right now continuing to kind of be at the lead at minus seven. Tommy Fleetwood has finished his day. All right, he's finished his day four under today with the three under on Thursday. And he's at minus seven for the tournament, 68-67. What we have, J.B. Holmes has gotten through the 11th hole. Okay, he's gone through the 11th hole, which is something that's important there because we know that has been playing as the um, hardest hole on the course, right? And so he's got he's two under for the day. He is seven under for the tournament. He has passed the 11th, the treacherous hole there. Cameron Smith holding steady at minus six. And then again, Kepka and Spieth are at minus uh, are at minus uh, five. And we're, hmm. Interesting. Uh, I, I get a message from Joe here talking about the internet is down. But my question is, if the internet is down, how is he G-chatting? Don't you need the internet to do that? That's an interesting question, but we'll talk about it some other time. So that are the scores right now with Kepka and Spieth. And then, interestingly enough, our boy Tony Finau. You know what I say all the time about Tony Finau. I said it on Wednesday when we were going over this. Um, I said, watch the one time I decide to stay away from Tony Finau, watch him have a good tournament and be in contention. He is now tied for fourth at minus five, two under on the day. However, he just finished the 10th hole. He is going to the 11th hole. And we've all talked about how that one is treacherous. So we'll see if he can continue his momentum. Finau at minus five, 
minus two on the day. Those are the guys that are at the lead or within two shots of the lead as more and more guys look to tee off. Remember, the, the uh, Shane Lowry, who was at the top of the leaderboard yesterday, is to tee off in about 10 minutes. So let's see what happens when he joins the fray. Um, I also was talking about, you know, in the chat room, we were talking about Sunalisa. Also, we got Skuma out there. He said he took a shot with the Ravens in that division at plus 380. We were talking about the different divisions. We talked about the East, where obviously it's the New England Patriots and everybody else. I really feel strongly about in the West that the Chiefs are going to regress a little bit, and the Chargers are right there. I believe the Chargers are actually the most solid roster in all of football, both on the offensive and the defensive side when you consider both sides of the ball. And then in the North, the idea of the Cleveland Browns being such a sexy, chic pick, I think has gotten a little bit out of control. You know, I was even leading that charge like early on before Odell Beckham, before all this stuff. I was like, don't get it twisted. But the Browns are making moves. The Browns are going to progress. But then it's kind of like you don't have the value anymore. Right. Because now everybody thinks about it in that way. And so, you know, Scoom is out there saying he took the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are now plus 280. Here's the deal with the Ravens, in my opinion. You know, defensively, they'll be there. Okay, you know that defensively they will be a good squad. Yeah, sure, they lost Weddle, but they added a lot of other pieces. I know they lost Darius Smith as well in free agency, but I'm not in Terrell Suggs moving as well to Arizona. But I am not worried about the Baltimore Ravens defense. The offense is going to be interesting. You know, I think that we all know what kind of revelation Lamar Jackson was. But at the same time, one of the things that I think is really, really important and could be bad news for Skuma, for the Ravens fans, and anybody else who wants to bet the Ravens is the second time they played the Chargers. You know, the second time they played the Chargers, the Chargers adjusted. They put safeties as linebackers, right? They, they decided that they were going to do something to try to slow Lamar Jackson, try and stop the running game, because they knew that Lamar Jackson was not going to try to beat them with his arm. You know, they knew that the quarterback runs, that the read options and stuff were going to be where their bread was buttered. And so they adjusted. And my question and my fear for the Ravens is, will the entire league adjust to Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson will have to develop from the pocket a little bit more just to keep defenses honest. It's similar. You know, it's not the same exact situation as RG3. But remember, when RG3 set the NFL ablaze with the Washington football team that one season, his rookie year, the second year, you know, it was like, oh, in the offseason, oh, my God, is anyone going to be able to stop the read option? Have we cracked the code? You know, that sort of thing. But the league adjusted. And they were like, you know what? Let's have the quarterback run. Let's, you know, play it so that the quarterback keeps and let's knock the quarterback, knock the quarterback. That was the league's response, right? What will be the league's response to Lamar Jackson? And now that there is a year of tape and offseason of strategy, I think that bodes poorly for the Baltimore Ravens. OK, I do like them bringing in uh, Mark Ingram. I think that is a nice signing at five million a year. Uh, they will clearly be a running team when everybody else in the NFL is a passing league. The Ravens, the Seahawks, and maybe the Cowboys as well are kind of going the other way. So I hear you, um, Schoomer. I think that's the name. I saw it in the chat room. I hear you, Schoomer, but I don't know. I don't know if um, 
I don't know if Lamar Jackson has the staying power. I think the league will adjust similar to how they adjusted to RG3. And the proof is in the pudding. The Los Angeles Chargers last year, their second time, really did have answers. Okay, and look, our guy uh, Jay the Sports Keg is on it as well, saying the league will adjust and throw nine in the box, and then that offense is cooked. Right, because then the pressure shifts to Lamar Jackson. Can he beat you from the pocket with his arm? Right. With Hollywood Brown and some of these three tight ends that they have, you know, and then he's talking about like the Wildcat was a thing for about nine minutes. I'm saying the same thing about the league, the the read option, you know, Jay and others. And so that is my fear for Baltimore. Will they be in games? Will there be games where Lamar Jackson looks like, you know, the second coming of Randall Cunningham plus Michael Vick plus Colin Kaepernick? Sure. All right. But I don't know that that means a division title. For the Baltimore Ravens. And to me, the AFC South is also very interesting. I got to tell you guys, I'm a believer in the Indianapolis Colts this year. I believe that, you know, everyone likes the Chiefs. Everyone likes the Patriots. If you want my, like, slightly off the radar um, pick, my AFC championship game will be Chargers-Colts this year. And ironically, they play each other in week one out there in L.A. But I love what the Indianapolis Colts have done. They are building, in my opinion, they are building this team in the right way and it starts up front they really they went from being a problem two or three years ago at the offensive line they were getting andrew luck their franchise quarterback killed they now you know remember they drafted quentin nelson in the first round and people are like oh my god you're drafting a guard at six overall well guess what that guard in his rookie year was a was a pro bowler might have even been an all pro guard Okay, and when you have a franchise quarterback that many people believe is a solid MVP candidate, I do, too. I think he's the second choice. I think last I saw it, it was like plus nine hundred eight to one, nine to one, something like that. I think that's a good bet. I like Andrew Luck as a potential MVP candidate this year because he has that offensive line. I think they are building. Remember. Ballard, the new GM, building in the right way, okay? Getting pieces that I think complement each other. You know about T.Y. Hilton. They go out and get um, Funchess, a big body kind of wide receiver. They draft Paris Campbell. They have kind of what they need. And they are minus 105 favorites to win the AFC South. Then you got Houston at plus 280. Jacksonville at plus 430. And the Tennessee Titans, who I think are actually worse than this, I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the AFC um, because Mariota, I think, will ultimately not be able to take that step forward. Remember, they got uh, Ryan Tannehill in there, so they may have a little bit of merry-go-round in at the quarterback position as well. It sounds like we have Joe Ranieri back. So, Joe, let me ask you this. I was going through some of the AFC divisions, and I think the South is pretty interesting. Are you as high on the Indianapolis Colts as a lot of other teams, a lot of other people I hear are? Count me among them. I think they have all the weapons they need. I think they're building up in the right places, in the trenches. I think Luck and Frank Wright, the coach, have that chemistry that they need for the system. I think the Indianapolis Colts are prime to really take another step forward and potentially be in the AFC Championship game. Are you high on the Colts, Joe? I'm high on Chris Ballard, I'll tell you that. Uh, High on Chris Ballard, I'm absolutely high on Andrew Luck, and I do think that this is going to be, we're not going to get the same kind of Indianapolis Colts losing the first four or five games of the season and then having to make a a mad dash. Young, but more experienced now. Anytime you have Andrew Luck under center, you have an offensive line, you've built it the right way. I don't see how there is anybody else, certainly in that division, 
that you can even consider to be at the very top when it's all said and done than the Colts. What about Houston? I know a lot of people. I mean, Jadavion Clowney, we don't know if he's going to be there. Obviously, there's J.J. Watt. If Deshaun Watson, if they could protect Deshaun Watson, okay, that offensive line was a big problem for the Houston Texans last year. Remember remember that game last week, Joe? We weren't doing the show together, but remember the game where Deshaun Watson had to travel by bus because they didn't want to allow him to fly on the team plane because they were worried about his ribs? And then, oh, yeah, by the way, they shot him up and he played. He didn't miss a game. They wouldn't let him fly, but they'd let him play in an NFL game. Um, what about the Texans? We know they're a good defense. DeAndre Hopkins, by all accounts, is the best wide receiver in the NFL. People love the ascending quarterback of uh, Deshaun Watson. What about the Texans? Are they a threat? Hate the Texans. Absolutely hate the Texans. I hate their offensive line. I hate their coach. They've got no general manager. The defensive parts that they need can't stay healthy year after year. Listen, I think Deshaun Watson's going to get killed. I just, I think he's going to get killed. I think they're doing him a complete disservice by not uh, by not going out and getting him a a damn general manager, can we start at the top here? The the fact that you can't get the you can't get it right from the top, which means you've got what Bill O'Brien making the decisions and pissing right. people off in the locker room now. Like to me, this has got disaster written all over it. I love Deshaun Watson. I love Hopkins. I like some of the pieces, but yeah, they can't keep Watt. You know, you don't know what's going to go on with Clowney. You're right. You're already trying to screw him by putting a label as he's an outside linebacker as opposed to a defensive end. So you're right. trying to screw him out of money, and all of that is going to trickle down. So while they did address some of the pieces that they need, I'm not convinced yeah. about the offensive line. I do like Tennessee a little bit more than it sounds like you do, though. Yeah, I'm not um, on Tennessee. I do like – I think they're well coached, I think. And let us not forget, guys, they were – you know, Mariota couldn't play, what, the last three or four games last year at the end of the season, which is what crushed them. But that's a playoff team, man. That was a playoff team. What they did last year, Mariota couldn't stay healthy, unfortunately. But I think I think the Tennessee Titans defensively are going to be sound. I think offensively, I don't think Tannehill sees the field. But I do think Tennessee is going to be a team that people should not overlook by any stretch of the imagination. All right, that's interesting. You know, I always, I kind of compare uh, Mariota with Winston, and it's like Winston has such a bad narrative around him. But you know, I don't know what more Mariota's done. He's gotten a one playoff game, and I think the jury is still out on some level. We talk about the Texans real quick, Joe. Gotta love DeAndre Hopkins, right? I mean, he's done it with like yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, T.J. Yates, Brock yep. Osweiler, and now he's got yep. a chance to do it with Deshaun Watson. All right, I'm it's gonna be back, good. Joe. Quick, quick, yep. Final Glad you can hear me. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I can hear you, brother, man. We'll be back. We've got Jaden Sports Tech coming up in the next hour as well. So let's do it. We're going to be great here. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. 
To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 3-2-1-3-2-1. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to SportsGrid.com slash DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800 Gambler, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Oh, looks like our man J.B. Holmes uh, is like, screw you, Northern Ireland. I love your beer because nine under now. He's four under through 14 holes. J.B. Holmes is your leader by two strokes over Tommy Fleetwood in the clubhouse minus four. Brooks Kupka also finished his day just plodding along, hanging out like an assassin that he is. Two under today. 5-under for the tournament. Spieth coming up to the 18th. 4-under today, also 5-under. And your boy Finau, I could kick us both. I could kick us both for not playing him this week. I I really want to scream. Also, 2-under through 10, 5-under through the tournament. Coming on the 11th hole now, though, Joe. We'll see. I know, man. (laughs) Ridiculous here. Uh, Some of the other guys, Justin Rose, 2-under for the day, 4-under. Jason Day, 3-under, also 4-under. Um, how about this for the old school guys? How about Ernie L and Lee Westwood uh, nice. hanging out? Yeah, at three under par. Ernie L's at three under. Also, Lee Westwood even today at three under par. So uh, Sergio, Webb Simpson, the guys that were the early leaders yesterday, Shane Lowry, they're not going to tee off until it looks like Lowry this hour like coming now. off. Yeah, coming off uh, things. But for the most part, everyone else, Kucher two under, Dustin Johnson two under. Uh, Cantley is, uh, is right there. So it does look like the cut line is going to be at least even Dane. It looks like it's going to be at least even par. So anybody, anybody past that, which of course is going to put guys like, uh, Tiger Woods and Bubba Watson. And I know those of you and our boy Jay, the sports keg, uh, is going to join us here coming up. Talk about uh, a couple of underdogs he likes on the UFC card this hour, but he was, uh, two of his biggest tickets yesterday were, Tiger Woods not making the cut and yeah. Phil Mickelson not making the cut like we were on too. So absolutely. Uh, and check this out. Looks Joe, like I'm it's going to happen. Game live last night and w- with Cam. Yes. And Cam Stewart was saying that 
He was talking to a guy that was there at Royal Portrush. And, like, even yeah. on the practice tee, that Tiger's body language, he was starting to complain about his back. He was cold. Yeah. He was frustrated. And Cam was saying that, like, listen, Tiger may just want to go home, you know. And so he may um, he may not even have the the mental, you know, he may not get up for this to try to come back from where he is and make the cut. Unless J.B. Holmes comes back to the field, you're right, that's where it will be. I was just saying when we were trying to get you on, wouldn't it be awesome, Joe, if in the weekend we had a group and it was Kepka and Spieth out there together? I, I'm telling you, I think it's happening, man. I, I really do. The way Jordan has been uh, hitting the ball and, and putting and, you know, he's just an assassin. I mean, uh, he's just Brooks Kupka is just an he lives for these moments. And Tiger, can we be realistic here, guys? We talked about it, Dane. He hasn't played in a month. Like, how no. do you lead up to a major and not play in a month and think this guy's going to come out and, and shoot lights out? Like, I agree. And Phil and playing Phil for the Masters. That's I mean, all he's on, playing people. for. Exactly. Be These realistic. guys are features of habit, if nothing else, right? Be realistic. That's right. Fade is a great bet. All right, final hour coming up here as we make it rain to Fantasy Sports Radio Network. <laughs> 